Dad pants time again. Dad pants time again. You can feel it, can't ya? Mmm, you can smell the hickory smoke coming off the barbecue. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm Stu, and I'm here with the Dad Pants panel again. Matt, Rich, and Ben. God, it's good to have you guys here. Welcome. G'day. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is great to be back. Mm. How are we all feeling? Let's get a vibe for, for what the, the tone is. I'm thirsty. Oh, yeah? You got a yep. drink there? Sure do. What, what's that? Oh. What's Wigo drinking? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a South Coast Pale Ale. That's what that is. Ooh. Okay. Very nice. Mm. Uh, I, ra- I see your Pale Ale and I raise you a, a glass of scotch. Ooh. In dadliness. Oh, has it got a has it got a uh, a sphere piece of ice in it? Uh, an ice shaped like a sphere. <laughs> I, you know what? I it's not in my drink, but I could easily just go and get one from the freezer. Outstanding! You do have a you've got one of those. I've got two of them. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So, all right, Ellis, what are you drinking? Um, I'm on the. I'm also on the whiskeys tonight. I'm on the on a scotch on a uh, bit of a Dalwini, which is a nice little sweet number from the. Nice peaty sweetie. Ooh. Mm. Lovely. And Stu, what are you on? Uh, well, I did. I brought a bottle of water in here and then went out to get something and realised I had some Coke there and some bourbon. <laughs> all right. And I went, Ooh. oh, all right. Go all right, Dan. Coke. I put them together. Bourbon yeah. and Coke. Oh, that, fucking hell. <laughs> what? what? What kind of bourbon is it? It's, I don't know. Are you going to judge me if it's not top shelf? Is it Confederate? No, I just no, want to know. Goodness, no. <laughs> I don't reckon I've had a bourbon and Coke for 15 years. Absolutely. I, I think I accidentally drank one one night <laughs> when I was drunk. Like, it was kind of someone had, or I picked up something off a table and started drinking. And I was like, oh, what the hell is that? Well, oh. I, I didn't. I hadn't drunk one for a long time. And then lockdown made me start looking at some, you know, varied drink options. <laughs> so, yep. Lockdown last year, I mean, not this year, but yeah. So um, I'll buy, I'll buy one occasionally. Yeah, nice. Coke, well, can I just, no can I just quickly, uh, can I just quickly shove something in here that's probably derailed, not wanted? But I'm already, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Now I kept the run sheet short this time, just for this very. <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference between what a dad puts in his drink as ah. as an addition versus what a mum puts in their drink as an addition, and I mean that by. Matthew, you have um, an ice maker that makes your ice into a big sphere. Uh-huh. We have, yes, the silicon ball that you fill with water and put in the freezer. Outstanding. Now, my wife has metal, uh, uh, more like Easter eggs that you put in uh-huh. the freezer yeah. that you can then put in your glass of wine yeah. or in your vodka or whatever it well, may there, be. There's whiskey stones you can get. Which ah, is supposed yeah, to do the same right. things with. I'm not sh- quite sure what they're made out of, but say you're not diluting the, your whiskey with uh, yeah um, with water, you can put in a whiskey stone to cool it down. Mm. That sounds good. Like that sounds daddish. Yeah, uh, the yeah, phrase whiskey stone. I think they're made yeah, out of awesome. granite or something similar. Like you know, there's, there's some yeah, even better. Yeah. That's very dad, isn't it? That's huge. I don't want to water down my drink, and I want to have some granite in my. <laughs> That's right. Like to make my drink heavier. How hard are you? <laughs> yeah. I've got granite in my whiskey. <laughs> can we get sponsored by granite uh, whiskey stones? Uh, you know, I'll take anyone at this point. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let him take, you know, Tom and Pam's takeaway down the corner there. All right. Uh, can I kick this off with a little anecdote? And by the way, sorry, I should mention, uh, Monty, we're missing you. I hope you have, everything's going well, friend. Good luck, Monty. And Lindsay, you, his Monty. wife, of course. Little anecdote here. So every Wednesday, every Wednesday, uh, my older son has soccer training. And so my younger son and I have taken this as an opportunity to spend an hour kicking the soccer ball around. And that's something that we really look forward to. He gets really excited to do it. And it's a bit of planned fun time that doesn't really move, if you know what I mean, in the week schedule. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, last week we were down there and, you know, Older son doing his soccer training. Dylan and I stand off to the side, kicking the ball around, having fun. Um, I've left my phone in the car and I'm waiting for a work email. So I just say, hang on, mate, hang on. I've got to, I walk back to the car, see if the email's come in. It hasn't. All right, put the phone back in the glove box, lock the car, walk back. There's another dad kicking the ball to my son. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. This is... This is like barbecue style, but way, way, way over the line. Now, I I was only gone a couple of minutes. So it doesn't feel like an organic amount of time where you might watch a kid sadly standing by himself and go, I'll cheer him up and kick the ball to him. It just... hmm. Yeah. So So, did did he pass him the ball a couple of times or was it sort of like a... Um, a genuine sort of, oh, you've accidentally kicked the ball over here and I'm going to pass it back to you. No. And you've or just was, caught it or, at that moment. Or, or was it like, I'm your dad now? Yeah. Well, it, it's it, not it was. time I don't, I don't, to make a change. Yeah. Just relax. <laughs> Take it easy. I wondered if, you know, my soul had left my body and I was watching myself from afar. <laughs> wow. But no, it was a different bloke. And he was kicking, it was back and forth. And so my instinct was to slow my walk down so that I didn't get there too quick to give the other dad plenty of time to see me coming so he would back off and stop kicking the ball to my son so I could kick the ball (laughs) to my son. And then as I got closer, Dylan started getting really awkward because he didn't want to be rude to the other guy, but he also wanted to kick the ball around with me, so he was going, oh, oh. Oh, my dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the other guy went, oh, and then started wandering back off to the training. So, yeah, it was a bit of a, a bit of a weird feeling, a bit of a weird kind of shut up, shut a moment to turn around and, and realize how quickly you can be replaced. That would have been very awkward. Nearly as awkward as me having to wave off my daughter who just walked into the laundry. To ask me about five five questions, she had a piece of paper to ask me uh, a whole heap of things, and I had to wave her off. Right. So Aww. that's going to be awkward later. Sorry, everyone. That's, when you when you fail as a father, from my end. Yeah, that would have been organic on the show, though. If she came yeah. in and asked you some questions, where they, they mm. might have been dad related. Maybe she's a fan. Maybe she's you know. Yeah. No, it was about dessert. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, your five-year-old's better at making lists than you, though. That seems to be <laughs> the thing. She wanted to put some granite stones in her ice cream. Cold rock. Oh, cold rock. Cold rock. Yes. Oh, genius. Nice work. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, um, 
any anything else daddish happened to anyone this? I, I just I, I i'll just jump in and say uh i was watching tv what were we watching mandalorian with my um youngest and uh she turned to me and she said did they have tv when you were young mm. wow and i said all right and what? so who's they first of all <laughs> Yeah, good question. I didn't. I didn't pose they. Uh, yeah, were there like seven know. people that had a television? Mandalorians? Did they have? Yeah. Maybe she meant that. But. Um, yeah, she and I said, "What are you talking about? Like TV's been around uh, for when your poppy was like a kid. Mm. They had TV." Yeah, and I was like, "That's ridiculous." Anyway, yeah, but then she goes. She said, so when you went on the internet, you went, "Oh, we didn't have the internet." <laughs> didn't have the internet. Yeah, you your mobile phone. Oh. No, we didn't have that either. You know, yeah. But no, she said, "Oh no, I, I knew you had TV. I, I just meant like Netflix or like Disney Plus." Oh, like, right. Oh, what what no, they consider TV? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we yes. didn't have that. Yes, exactly. No, we, we had real TV. Yeah. We had three, three, three channels. And yeah. Then we then we bored her to death with talking to her about how you used to have to change the channel and even standing oh, up to change channel. Did anyone have standing that? up and tuning it in a little? Yeah. Oh, it's, she was very intrigued for ten seconds. It's it's very strange to try and explain to you know someone younger the idea of linear TV and radio. Yeah. Well, try and explain. Uh, my favourite thing to explain is what a rotary phone is. Yeah, mm. we've got one in our house at the moment, non-functional, oh, really? but as oh. a toy. Yeah. Okay. Oh right. Yeah. I thought you were just mm. getting a bit hipsterish with that ensuite. <laughs> <laughs> a rotary phone would be awesome. You have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> wow, that's I, I've I've tried explaining the internet to my four and five year old, and that's very difficult. Hmm. Like, how do you explain that in a terms a child can understand? It's like, it's just, is it just a big computer where everything lives? And, or all the computers? And, or, yeah. well, everyone's computer's connected to everyone else's computer. Yeah, I know. But, but what is it? Like, if it's like, when it, when it comes down to when the TV's not working, like, you know, Dad, it's not working! Why is it working? <laughs> well, the internet's out. What's the internet? <laughs> uh, oh no! Good question. Uh. <laughs> well, then, and then try and explain that when we were young, uh, you couldn't be on the internet if someone wanted to be on the phone in your house. Oh god! No. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> or picking up the phone when someone was on the internet. Yeah, voice oh, screech. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're officially eighty years old, everybody. Correct. Yeah. All yeah. oh, right. So, previously, we've uh, we've dropped a slight mention here or there of the Dad Commandments. Now, this is a list of sacred rules, I guess, that, that or, or just sacred kind of ideas about what it is to be a dad. So, the ones we've discussed previously are as follows. Number one, dad commandment, know your limitations. So that means, obviously, if you're going to attempt something, have a fairly decent idea that you're going to be able to do it rather than um, make it worse and make a buffoon of yourself, you know? Can I give you an example of something like this? Oh, yes, an example. So about three years ago, maybe four years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, 
I took my my family to Aqua Splash on the waterfront down near Gosford. Now, for those of you that don't know what Aqua Splash is, it's basically a whole heap of inflatable uh, bits and bobs on water that you run around and jump on uh, and have a great time. Now, we had... The kids were so excited about uh, about going to Aqua Splash, and I thought this is going to be great fun. I'm going to have a blast. Within you know, within a minute of being out on the first pontoon, I decided, you know what, that's a big flat pontoon. Uh, I can do a bit of a run, maybe do a bit of a slide. Um, you know, oh, you know what, I'm going to do a knee slide Oof. and then slide off into the water. Uh, now. Keep in mind, everyone, I've never done a knee slide before in my life. But <laughs> and you're nudging geez, 40. those guys that play professional uh, professional football and soccer and all those things, they make it look super easy. Mm. Yeah. Don't you just slide on your knees and yeah. then you pop up and all your friends come around mm. and everyone has a great time. They're not 40. <laughs> They're not 40. So I ran into a knee slide and as I went down, my entire body weight collapsed onto my right knee and I actually heard a pop for the first time. <laughs> oh, uh, that's what it sounds like. That Oh, that's what a pop is. Right. <laughs> so within, I would say, probably within 90 seconds of being out on an inflatable pontoon in the middle of the Brisbane water, I had I'd felt like I'd blown my knee out and mm. actually had to stay out there because otherwise my kids would have had to have come in because I was one of the adults that was looking after them. <laughs> So my suggestion is know your limitations. Right. I think, again, again, we go. You, both you and my father have taught me well over the years with that kind of thing because I, I went on one of those things this summer and all I thought of was, oh, just don't do what Wiggins did. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> you know, my kids are like, let's do this. And I was like, you do it. I'll uh, stand over here and yeah. I'll watch you do that bit. Oh, look, we can jump and do a backflip. Mm. Oh, no, you do a backflip. But I remember my dad... Uh, Play, we were playing um, rugby in the backyard when I was about 10 and my dad said, oh, yes, awesome. And he joined in and he went tearing down the sideline and tore his calf really pretty badly. And it's the same thing of like now I go, oh, no, I don't, I don't have to get involved. I don't have to put you, prep the ears back and like run for the first time in 10 years. How and far did he get before it went? He was, he was motoring down the sideline and then, yeah, not far. I reckon about... Eight metres? Yeah, I was going to say, because it's a backyard. <laughs> yeah. We had a fairly big backyard, and he was like, yeah, motor it, and then, yeah, blew it out straight away. Oh, uh, the, the other part is... still like, rocking yeah, home. yeah, exactly. Yeah, when he was down, <laughs> went over the top. Um, the other one is, like, home maintenance. Like, yeah, last absolutely. year, we put we put floor new floorboards down, and um, when we went to buy them the guy was like oh they're easy these are easy anyone can put them together blah 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 blah. i looked it up online and i was like yeah we'll see how that goes and then i just kept doing a bit more research and and my wife was like well what what are you gonna do you think you can do it and i looked it up i was like no no i'm not gonna do it because soon as the guy was like oh sometimes when you do it you, you might get a whole row of in and then you realize you put it in back to front and i was like no nah. Mm. I'm, that's not my job. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that guy. I don't know how long that takes to do the first row. I'd imagine it takes a lot longer than the rest because you don't know what you're doing. And then you get there and you're like, "Oh, I've done them back to front." It's like, no. I said, "I can rip up the carpet. Let's do that. I've got all the tools. <laughs> yeah. if, if you need any carpet ripped up, call me. I've got every tool you need for that." But yeah, soon as soon as I reach the point of like, 
what's going to happen when I do it yeah. wrong? Yeah. And I, th- and I think that's the, that's the absolute key point you've hit the nail on the head on there. Like having a look at, as I say, we're getting our kitchen done. And it was it was looking at it, I was like, oh, yeah, I could easily put this together and I could sort it out. Yeah. But yeah. it's that moment when someone, probably myself, have mis- like put in a wrong measurement or some kind of miscalculation in one little point. Yes. How do I fix it from there? And that's yeah. then my responsibility and everything yeah. kind of falls apart in a crumbling heap and I'm lying on the floor covered in uh, corking, <laughs> cork, with a corking yes. gun in my hand just weeping into my... <laughs> Weeping into my whiskey for the next two weeks, and I have to get, I have to end up having to pay someone else to come out and do it anyway. Like you know, it's that yeah. it's not the fact that I can't do the in a perfect world. Yes, I could do it, but the world is not perfect, and I'm guaranteed to stuff it up. So I think that knowing your limitation in that regard is very, very apt. Yeah, hmm. I I know I'm not handy, and I feel like an enormous uh, disappointment to my father, who is extremely handy. Um, he's some sort of savant DIY all-rounder. He can do cars. He's can do whatever. He built out at one of our houses. It's just crazy. I can't do anything. So, but okay, Stu. Question, question. In in relation to that, Mm -hmm. was and we know your father. He's lovely. He's a great guy. Was he wanting you to be included? In all of these sort of things, while he was doing it, or yeah. was he sort of like, "No, Stu, I'm I'm good here. No, Watch me go." No, he. But he wanted he wanted to get you involved. Same as the, the yeah DIY he, or cars, particularly. He was trying to show me how to what to do with cars and how to fix cars, and I was just too much of a dickhead prick <laughs> trying to be a smartass and being bored and going, oh, "Who cares?" <laughs> Um, to to pay attention, he went oh, fuck you then, and so yeah, all these valuable, extreme money saving skills, which I could have learned, I was too busy being a dickhead to actually retain. Um, same as golf, same as golf, same as golf. He was trying to yeah. teach me golf, and I listened for a while, and then I hit my, a certain point in my teens where I was going, oh, I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. I don't want to be coached. Mm. And he went, well, Jesus. all right, well, stay at home then. And then, yeah, I'm not an, I'm not a uh, very rich golfer today. So. <laughs> Still comes down to that. I think uh, I look forward to doing to my kids what my dad did to me, which was just he, he keeps the image of me in stasis for when I left home at 19. So when I tell him I've done any kind of home maintenance or something like that, he, he's always like, oh, really? Mm. Oh. You never ever wanted to do that. Oh, what a surprise! You actually did something around the house. Yeah, like yeah, I'm forty. I'm forty-two, Dad. But be honest, you're like that as well. You're surprised you've managed it as well, right? I, I, well, I, at first, yes. <laughs> but after a while, you know, I always find my issue is like if I've got like to build two things, right? Two two of the same thing, like a chest of drawers or something like that. The first one will be so shittily done because I'll rush. And then the second one, I'll be like, "Ugh, let me just take my time. No mm. need to rush." Oh, strangely enough, that one's less wobbly. <laughs> I wonder if we'll get through an episode without mentioning to... uh, putting furniture together in some way. <laughs> I think it's, that needs to be one not. of the dad commandments. There you go. <laughs> I don't have. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, let's see where it slides in later. All right, dad commandment number two was: any amount of money is worth your wife not having the shits with you. 
Mm. So all three of these ones we've got so far are all kind of tied into each other. So, you know, knowing your limitations is pretty tied in with making sure that, you know, your wife doesn't end up having the shits with you. So therefore, Mm. spend the money, get it done right. Yeah, I think it's definitely specifically related to getting work done around the house. Yes. It's also related to, you know, maybe buying the the good car or the good lounge suite or something along those lines that I think that's one of the lessons I've learned as a uh, as an adult is that, you know, in most cases Buying the good stuff does actually make a difference. Well, it does make yeah. a huge economical sense, yeah. Yeah. Like the- maybe maybe a th- uh, pithier way of putting it would be, you know, tight arsery always gets punished in the end. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's probably... That's, I think that's a much... I like that. I think it makes sense. Yeah. Thou shalt be punished for thou tight arsery. <laughs> the... <laughs> the third one we've got here, and um, you know, we were talking about this quite recently. Thou shalt always act blokier around tradies. So, um, you know, it's your dad' duty if you're near a tradie to lower your voice and get a wide stance going and start asking them questions about what they're doing. Like you're somehow a, on their level. On their level, but then you know. If you are, then why are they in your house in the first place? It's, it's, exactly I, don't, I don't know if any tradies have fallen for that. No. They know. No, it, the question is, who is it for? Yeah. I think it's for yourself to make yourself feel better that you don't, you're not, you're not uh, demanded by this uh, person coming into your house who's much better than you at what you're trying to achieve. Can we, can we change the phrase demand to de-dadded? <laughs> de-dadded, sure. <laughs> It's like someone kicking the soccer ball around with your son. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Is being, yeah, re dadded or de dadded? De dadded. Oh, re dadded. I like that even better. Undadded. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So that's what we've got so far. And, uh, you know, I think they all kind of tie in with each other nicely, but we can broaden this out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've asked us all to go away and think of another dad commandment. Um, did anyone have anything they wanted to offer up first? I've got one that needs to be tabled mm. to see what you say. And I'm trying to word it correctly, but... Mm. Oh, this is where I've had a trouble as well, so... Oh. It's along the lines of f- funny beats discipline. Oh, oh, that's very similar to mine, actually. Okay. So am I just going for... Like, is it, is it important that I'm funny over disciplining my children is it important that i recognize yes my children may have done something inappropriate but do i recognize it's funny first ah see that's that's very very simple see mine was i was gonna table the idea of schrodinger's fart joke so a fart joke is simultaneously funny and not funny at the same time depending on the situation so that's a very good way to put it. Yes, I know what you're saying. So especially like the dinner table, for example. I know that my wife is on a big, there's no poo or fart talk at the dinner table, remembering my children yeah. are five and three years old. So mm. this is pretty much their entire conversation. But particularly at the dinner table, there seems to be, that seems to be the most flatulent moment of the day for my children. <laughs> so I'm sitting there trying not to 
crack myself, just laugh my ass off while this is going on. So I completely and utterly understand where you're where you're coming from with this. Like, and I think that we can probably um, refer back to the example of one of our friends from school, Mr. Hirons, if he's out there listening, Um, and he was actually suspended for the grievous egregious crime of dropping his trousers and uh, mooning an opposition school's football team. (laughs) And he'll always... I think the moment he said was, oh, so what did your parents say? And he got home, he said, oh, mum was pretty upset, but dad just gave me a grin. (laughs) And I think that pretty much sums it up. Like, I think that's exactly what you're talking about, isn't it, Matthew? I've got got two two stories. Uh, The the first one is much uh, tamer than the second. The first story is... A proud moment which kicked off a fight between my two daughters, which was my eldest daughter eats unbelievably quickly and my youngest daughter eats like an old lady (laughs) uh, because she's an old lady. Um, And I I don't know if it was me or my wife said to my eldest daughter, oh, my God, like, stop, just slow down. You're eating like a pig. And without missing a beat, my youngest quoted The Simpsons, said, hmm, Pigs tend to chew their food. I'd say she eats more like a duck, right? <laughs> Which kicked off a huge oh. fight between the two sisters and just and my wife was like, Justine was like, Oh, like don't you can't like say that, that's rude or whatever. Like just but I was just like, Oh my god, that was so funny. I was like went and said to, to Noel afterwards, that was really funny. That was so funny. That was going to be my question. How much do you let on that it's funny, or is it just for you to so enjoy? So that, that at that at that point, I at this that one, I, I I let her know how funny it was. The second one, which I hinted at last week, which was I said something again around food to my eldest about, and th- and this is where. She's in year seven, and there's a, a, a change that happens in their brain where at school they're starting to say ruder and grosser and trying to gross each other out and who can push the boundaries of their humour. And they forget or they don't realise there's a barrier between what they say at school versus what they say at home. And she's, I said something to her like, like I think you've just been eating too much, too much sugar all day. And she said, I know what you've been eating all day. And she <gasps> mimed... A cock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Clouses. Where did that come from? Right? Oh. I don't know. But, ha- but <laughs> the, my first reaction was, far out. That's hilarious. Right? <laughs> Again, at the dinner table. And Justine, like... Uh, uh, but that was one point where I was like, no, I cannot endorse that oh, with a man. laugh. <laughs> I will tell her later in life how funny that was, yeah. but I won't tell her now. So she got in trouble. So were you just holding your breath I, at the table with water running out I, of your eyes or what? Uh, yeah, I had, Justine said, you go to your room, how dare you? And I said, yes, go to your room. She went to her room and I didn't say anything. And then I just said to Just, oh my God, how funny was that? She was like, where did she get that from? And I was like, I don't know. Hang on but, a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to know more about that conversation because uh-huh. I know that if that happened in my house, that my wife and I would probably spend 20 minutes later that night either reenacting it or... <laughs> okay, like, what do you mean a, exactly? <laughs> well, no, sorry. I don't know. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't said anything for seven minutes. I had to say something. <laughs> He's checking. 
so how are we going to word that commandment then, fellas? What, did we land on something there? Hmm. Hmm. So it was, um, thou shalt acknowledge the funniness of... The humour? Of a craven act. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Before thy dishes out discipline or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Or always, always acknowledge comedy when it's there, no matter what the circumstance. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's a limit. There's a limit when your daughter's miming a cock, but yeah, there is. But it's, it's, it's along those lines. Yes, definitely. Uncomfortable. All yes. right. Um, I'll keep that for, like I said, I'll keep it for later. And, and later in life, I will remind her of that story and let her know just how funny I thought it was. How funny I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's, again, it's, it comes back to, that happens all the time in the classroom as a teacher where someone says something horrible, but it's worded perfectly and the timing's amazing and you, you want to acknowledge it. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that was a, that was a kind of uh, an amalgamation of mm-hmm. Maddie and Riches there, mm-hmm. Ben. So, I I have a question. That's, that's and not maybe what we, we can work for. with something from here. I understand, I understand, <laughs> but it, uh, you know, I don't like to follow the rules, Stu, and that's not a commandment, but that's just how I roll. Uh, <laughs> having having cleaned up. To you know, to have our bathrooms sort of renovated, it means we've <laughs> sort of back to the bathroom. I know, I know. So, uh, I've found a whole heap of stuff that I had kept from Father's Day's past. That, oh yes, interesting. In many situations, if someone had given you that as a gift, um, uh, I'm assuming they did. It had then you would have you would have either re-gifted it to someone else or you would have chucked it in the bin a long time ago. But because it holds some significance in the fact that it was given to you by your child mm. or made by your child or something along those lines. So are these, sorry, yeah, so are they, I, they, are I, they specifically Father's an, Day themed presents? Yes. Right, okay. So if I gave you an acrostic poem about yep. your name, you would be like, oh, great. <laughs> Thanks very much. Let's straighten the bin. <laughs> well, look, I'd probably keep it on my bedside table for a while. But then at some stage I'd go, well, I know my name and I pretty much know this off by heart now because I've woken it up, woken up to it every morning. So thank right. you, Matthew, but now it's going in the bin. Yeah. So you're asking what are the limits, what are the statute of limitations on crappy gifts? Correct, because I pulled out a Frisbee that said World's Best Dad on it the other day mm. yeah. and thought, nah, it's got to go. Why? Why? Oh. So, What's wrong with the Frisbee? Well, it was a small Frisbee. It didn't fit well in my hand and... Uh-huh. <laughs> It was just poorly. In your technique, like, up, was it? Was it a coaster? Yeah. I can just see the world's best dad. Yeah, but world's worst frisbee. Fuck off you. Just throw it over straight over yeah, the fence. Right. And be like, oh well. Well, yeah, if I made it over the I fence, will... it must be all right. But yeah. yet, I've got six mugs with world's best dad on yeah. them, uh-huh. and every time I get a key ring, because uh, I'll usually get a key ring once a year. Uh, from one of my children at some stage, mm, mm-hmm. um, I think I now have more world's best dad key rings on my bunch of keys than I do keys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what's. Uh, so, I'll tell you what's not a great feeling is when you are having an f- argument or fight with your kid, and you're both not feeling good. It ends, and then you go, "Oh, I'll make myself a cuppa," and then pull out your world's best dad mug, and you go, oh, <laughs> oh, 
I don't deserve to drink out of this. Well, that's why you have six of them, because you're always going gonna to break that one. You know, something will happen and you'll end up throwing it against the wall or something along those lines. So, Richard, do you, how many World's Best Dad-style mugs do you have? None. I got none as well. What's I've, going on? I've got. I've got I'm going I, to find my children I've later. Got yeah, I've got. A, I've, I've got, got a, no key rings. I've got a picture mug. I got a picture mug from with like baby pictures on it, but it doesn't oh, say yeah. anything about best dad or <laughs> it's life dad. about you. It was, it's all about them. It's just random babies. It's not. It's none of my children. <laughs> right, it's yeah. Stock photo babies. Can I suggest that your your kids might give you might give you kind of more thought out gifts. Because no. the mugs and the key rings are just the first thing you might see on a Father's Day stall table. Yeah. Yeah, they bought me a book once that just had a picture of a birthday cake on the cover. Yeah. So that, that's a bit more <laughs> for Father's Day out, cake. I guess. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah, why isn't that a thing? Mm. Father's Day cake. Should be. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Um, Can that be the next cake. commandment? Oh, that's the next commandment. We're Father's always up cake. for cake. <laughs> Can we just get to what Wigo's commandment is? Because we've only had a question so far. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, yes, it, right, just, I'm not even sure. So well, the, have we decided, is there a statute of limitations on, or a, a time period? Five or years. It, are we expected to keep everything or what's going on? Five years. Or, or well, is there like- one particular gift that you get? So the commandment may very well be that no matter how crazy the X gift is, you always keep that one particular gift, mm. i.e. key rings, or, i.e. mug. Yeah. Or if if you get gifted something you've already been gifted in the last year or two, yes. you get to yeet the yeah. first one out. Like if you've got yeah. a mug and then two years later you've got another mug, they're not thinking, mm-hmm. they're not trying. Yeet the first one out. All right, you want a mug? Or I'll get rid of this bloody mug then. I, I, you know what? Wait, I mean, I don't want to get too technical here, but maybe every... You know, when you get the new batch of presents, then you ditch 20% of your previous collection. Yeah, okay. So it's like a rolling... Right. Yes, the rolling commandment. admin involved there, though. Like... Yeah, I know, I know. It doesn't have to be that technical, but you just... You get the new batch, you get rid... It doesn't have to be, like, the oldest go. It's like, oh, yeah, we just... The least used. That, that might be a year old. Yeah, but get rid of it. If Give it's it to not another being dad. Used and... Dad it on. The problem is with... The issue with nostalgia, which happens, which is, you know, they give it to you when they're two, five years later, it's ugh, whatever. Mm. And then five years after that, oh, I remember this when they gave it to me too. Oh, then, it's, then it's a piece of crap again, and then it's significant. So yeah, yeah. That, that's an issue that you, I think is up to the individual. Let's leave that up to the individual father. Mm. Mm. See, I think but, my, my littlies are too young to have been choosing presents per se like you know the stuff that they get right. given from preschool and stuff like that but so i'm i'm dreading the moment when i start having to throw out presents i think of some of the crap presents i bought from father's day stores past and yeah. i just oh. look back and it is so cringeworthy like i think <laughs> I bought, how many pens oh i think I, I think i literally bought my grandfather a used razor blade, like a disposable <laughs> razor. What? From what a was that like blade? From a gang fight? Like, How was it used? I know. Well, this is it. Like, you know, it was, I don't know, it was like a five-pack of razors and someone just chucked one in for the Father's Day store. <laughs> like, oh, as if anyone was going to buy that. And Muggins here comes along and goes, oh, my granddad shaves. I'm sure he'll love it. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> All right. I wonder if he's still got those. And he goes, ah, oh, the nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what did we? What did we end up? Thou shalt decide their own, thy own Thou statute of limitations pink. on crappy presents. <laughs> yeah. 
Thou shalt yes. piss thy crappy presence into thy dumpster. Yes. Right. Without guilt. That's the, that's the guilt. commandment. Yes. All right. Yes. I will. And off. can I propose just one more? Sorry, very quickly. Oh, of course. Just from the from one of the dadliest dads of them all. Thou shalt not let booches into thine hut. I think it's just one we just need to put in there. Yep. As being both a moocher and a moochie in the past, we need to recognise the fact that um, those moochers should not be allowed in. <laughs> All right. Well, I think the one that the one that I kept coming back to this week was, "Thou shalt forgive thy family their foibles." Mm. And the reason for that is, I might let repeated little things they do get to me. But also, I wanted to have the word foibles in the commandments there somewhere. So, (laughs) But you know what I'm talking about. Things like... The one that I think drives me the craziest is somebody reaching into a packet of food of something in the pantry, pulling out the last one, leaving the packet in the pantry for all to see. That happens without fail. Sorry, I had to take a deep breath. So you're saying that's forgivable, are you? Do we need to forgive what, that? What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you need to get over the thing, the little things that irritate you because in the end, you may think this leaving this empty packet in the pantry is simply a sign that, you know, no one's caring about anyone else. You know, no one's caring about the next person who might go, ooh, I'll have one of those and then be disappointed because there's nothing in there. But really, in the end, you're going to look like the crazy one who who keeps getting upset that the chicken grimpy packet's empty. You know, going, what happened to your dad? Oh, he went he went crazy after he found the fifth chicken crimpy packet in a row empty in the pantry. You know, yes. See, I think at the moment, mine is I've become like a very stereotyped dad and leaving the um, leaving the heat lamp on in the toilet. Oh, yeah. Like a heat light, right? And yeah. there's just a constant, and there's just like turn the bloody heat light off. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not just a normal light; it's a heat light. It's costing a fortune. Check my app. To burn out. Might have dangerous. Last week, uh, it drives me crazy. The kids take their shoes off and just leave them where everyone walks, right? The walkway. Hmm. So you're saying all these things are forgivable? We just let it. Well, slide. I'm just saying that if you let them get to you because you've asked people to stop and they're not stopping it like that will escalate into something if you just keep up your side of it that will escalate what it escalates to what it will escalate to and maybe this is another commandment that we need all to be prepared for is what it escalates to is them doing impersonations of you (laughs) losing your shit about that exactly yeah. And possibly sucking a cock. Now, you, but you you might have a perfectly legitimate thing, excuse of, look, I've asked them 50 times. It really is a bit of selfishness to not think of the next person to leave the packet in there. Like, you might have yeah. a perfectly valid reason why it upsets you. Yeah. But you'll only be remembered as the chicken crimpy dad who who went mad to, reefing packets out to of To illustrate the point, we when we used to me and my brothers used to play cards well into the out, the early hours, when my mother would come out and rightly so yell at us for being too noisy, she would come out with her eyes squinted and we said she looked like Clive James. <laughs> so we used to just impersonate her as Clive James telling us to go to bed. So that's what happens as a parent. So we should maybe that's a commandment. 
Now, if, if you if you were to call my brothers and <laughs> mention that to them, they would have perfect recollections and could do the impersonation as well. If you don't go to bed right now, I'm going to get very angry at you. <laughs> yeah, Just, that's what you're prepared oh, for. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know why I found that so funny. I just did. Uh. Question. Oh, yeah. Could one of the commandments be don't overstep your mark? And by what I mean there is that um, recently I made the uh, the claim that the next time someone oh. did something oh. that irritated me, threat. I was going yeah. to do something that irritated them. <laughs> now... What a great threat. Being... And specifically it was, I'm just going to throw your shoes in the bin. Oh, yeah. So, because I, we also have a shoe issue in my house, Stu, where yeah. the, the stews just are strewn, mm-hmm. um, thither and thine. Um, and <laughs> that was an impressive sentence. Thank you. Uh, and so, I made a threat. Yeah. Like, so thou shalt not utilise the empty threat. Or fill your house with mm, empty yeah. threats. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Mm, oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. Do not furnish thy hut, thy home with empty threads. <laughs> yes, good. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. Cuz that that is a house of sticks, my friend. <laughs> it's better than straw, I guess. All right. Well, I think we've got some things to think about there. I I'm, I don't necessarily feel we need to keep this list of commandments to 10. It can be an ever-growing beast for as long as we feel like keeping this podcast going for and we'll add to it organically I'm sure as we go along but for now I think we've really started laying a good platform down, thank you gentlemen pleasure we shall see you next time goodbye, adios Hello everyone, thanks for listening again to another episode of ours, we really appreciate it. Uh, If you listen on Apple, would you be kind enough to leave a review? People see it, if you leave a nice one, they go, oh, it might be a nice podcast, I might have to listen to that, oh. That's how they usually sound, so yeah, please do that if you listen on Apple. As far as I know, Monty and Lindsay are going well. I haven't heard from them for a few days, which I hope means that they're you know, c- catching up on a bit of sleep, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe I'm being optimistic. I'm not sure. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you again soon.